This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And it is Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson. Warriors win it 131-104 tonight over the Clippers in the regular season Oracle Arena finale. It was an emotional night, I think, across the board for fans, for uh, media, for workers here in the building. Us. Uh, as the Warriors put a capper, at least for now, on 47 seasons in Oakland and in this building. Uh, and the Warriors, they put together the game on the floor tonight, I think, that, that paid the proper respect to everybody that had turned out. A great vibe in the building. Uh, the Warriors with an acknowledgement of the history of these last 47 seasons throughout the night. Some poignant words from Steve Kerr, as always, following the ball game. And then a banner raised. 47, uh, number 47. For, representing the 47 seasons. And that's a banner that will make its way uh, over to Chase Center. Oh, by the way, the Warriors also clinch home court advantage throughout the Western Conference playoffs they will be the one seed, and the Clippers dip down to the eight seed currently. Not locked into that slot. It still could be OKC. Do they have two or one game left? Or San Antonio or the Clippers. The Clippers and Spurs with only one game left. Wow. Oklahoma City has two games left. The Warriors have two games left that won't affect anything for them or their opponent in New Orleans and in Memphis Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. So 8 at 8 9 Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Just going to throw that number out early here, and we're just going to open up the lines here for the next hour. And if you want to share your favorite Oracle memory, your favorite memory of this uh, Warriors team playing uh, in this city for 47 seasons, feel free to chime in. We'll just open it up and, and take as many calls as we can here uh, in the next hour. We also will hear from Kevin Durant. We'll hear from Draymond Green. But we really want to make this an interactive program tonight with you uh, on a night where the Warriors blow out the Clippers, a team they could meet in the first round of the playoffs. We'll just get some general thoughts from you on this, but I wanted to make sure we got the number out there real quick. My general thought is... Forget that this is the last regular season game uh, in Oracle. This team is clicking on all cylinders, and normally you say, you know what, it won't translate into the postseason. This is different. DeMarcus Cousins has come full circle. He's ready. He's showing us. He's shocking me every game with something new, a different maneuver. And it's not about the end result. It's the fact that he gets up off the ground and his body is ready for the impact because he's carrying a load. And I, and, and the other thing that jumps out to me, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, 
they're all clicking. And, J.D., I just tell the rest of the NBA, beware because this is real. I don't see a team beating them four out of seven. I don't care what conference you're in. I'm drunk on the Golden State Warriors and their starting five at another, I believe it was 17-3 and three in their last 20 when this five starts, if I'm correct. But, J.D., when they showed that video of Rick Barry and Al Adels, and he had the Mr. Roper caller, you know, back in the day. Sure. I was just a young lad. I was just born. I mean, I almost got choked up because it did, you know, just, you know, kind of hit me in the cardiac muscle about that's the history. That's the team that, that didn't have a Steph Curry that shocked the world. And seeing Rick Barry with the hair and, and the rest of the gang, that that is uh, what you call paying homage and, and doing your due diligence when you talk about the history of the Golden State Warriors. Absolutely. It was a special night out here and not the final night in this building. Steve Kerr said that. We've mentioned it a few different times, and, yeah, Steve Kerr addressed that as well. I mean, there's a long way to go in this thing. At least the Warriors are hopeful that there will be a long way to go in this thing, at least another two months' worth of games, which would take them to the NBA Finals for a fifth consecutive season. Golden State improves to 18-3. and with that starting lineup wow. that you alluded to, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and DeMarcus Cousins. And the Warriors have also now won five in a row since that loss in Minnesota going back, what, about nine days uh, ago? Referee gate. When the Warriors were clearly highly frustrated with the officiating. And uh, one of the lighter moments of the night was uh, the official – you know, stumbling right there in front of the, the I Warriors bench. I didn't find that bench. funny. Why did everybody and, laugh? And Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant helped them up. It was, yeah, he should have. I loved it. Life. He wasn't Our the laugh. one on the call in Minnesota, was he? No. Oh, okay. But no, a lot but of it, people thought it was. I was like, dude, he could have seriously no, got hurt. No, it's just hurt. with everything that's been going yeah, on with the Warriors. You. you know, Warriors versus We're the officials. Friendly. Yeah. Warriors <laughs> versus the officials. The la- even the game here on on Friday night with Ken Maurer giving him the delay a game before the, that the was tip. Great, yeah. Uh, and you know, tonight it's just a, you know, a little bit of a light moment that you know, the Warriors can kind of say, "Hey, we're on board with with what's going on uh, with the officiating." Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Warriors wrap up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search with Daryl the Guru Johnson. I am John Dickinson. Uh, plenty of time for your phone calls throughout the course of this program. The Warriors put this one away with a forty-two to eighteen third quarter uh the Warriors just you know clamping down and and getting hot Stephen Curry tonight was just I mean fantastic working. fantastic finishing and I only had the dunk that didn't count which Ooh, that was that a tomahawk or not was, yeah, yeah no, no, was, for him he was amped up and wanted to throw it down but the the whistle had, had blown uh and Stephen Curry winds up 11 for 20 but he was eight for 10 from two-point range tonight, I, and and some clever finishes, layups, He's a computer, creating man. space. I mean, he was tremendous tonight uh, getting to the basket and finishing uh, once he did to the tune of 27 points, but he had 22 of the 27 in the first half tonight, a uh, first half which saw the Warriors holding a 62 to 55 lead at the break, but again they blow it open in a 42 to 18 third quarter en route to leading by 33 and going on to win this one by 27 at 131 to 104. JD, when you look past the starters, I got to tell you, 
Kevon Looney and Quinn Cook, they're also in what I deem a zone, a good zone. They're playing good basketball. And I know Stani and I got into it about Looney and, quote, unquote, his athleticism. I don't know how you feel about that, but he can dunk the ball. I feel like his hands have gotten better, and he's a big part of what they do. Yes, Kevon yeah. Looney and Quinn Cook. I mean, is there a shot he's not making? I I, I think Quinn Cook well, is – Well, he did miss a few tonight. Yeah, well, he did. But, yeah, I'm going back the last five, six games. My point is I think Quinn Cook has played himself into the playoff rotation. And I ask you, do you agree with that? Because we know we're going to see Looney. But I think Quinn Cook is, is – is you know, I think Kerr can trust him. I'm not sure he's guaranteed himself a slot in the playoff rotation. However, we talked about this the other night. I mean, he is the guy that's out there – at the start of the second and fourth quarters for now, yes, uh, and and he's proven to be effective. I, I don't know that he's guaranteed himself a slot. Kevon Looney, absolutely. Kevon Looney's in the rotation. Kevon Looney's been in the rotation. Kevon Looney will continue to how be would you describe him in as the a rotation? Player, uh, JD, Kevon Looney, how solid, would you... steady. Wow, I I love that. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I, I mean, it, really, it's it's everything you you could possibly want from a from a bench player and, and from a role player. I mean, he he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's finishing he, around the hoop. He fits with the other <laughs> players. He he keeps it simple. I mean, he's the most athletic guy in the world, but he he's able to to finish. He's able to rebound. He's able to almost engulf opponents. With well, what his, about with the tip-ins? You know, on shots, he doesn't even yeah, – you know, he's, somebody – He's got a nose for the ball. There you go. He's got a nose Talk for the me. ball. Okay. Yeah, he's got, he's got a nose for the ball, which I think makes up for, for some of the athleticism that, that may not be there. But, no, he's a, he's a good player and a player that the Warriors are going to need, especially against teams that prefer to play smaller. Uh, it, it's He's, he's going to be, I think, imperative, really, to this – Warriors team in the playoffs because somebody's got to play. And I'll tell you, there's another guy tonight that I think may be carving Uh-oh. out a little bit more of a role for the Warriors in the playoffs. We'll get to that coming up like that. here on Warriors Wrap-Up. But first, let's 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 get to the phones. Uh, Dave is up here first on 95.7 The Game. And when we hear from the fans, it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Dave, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me on board. It's always an honor to get on the airwaves with you guys. I'm going to apologize for my voice because I just got out of the game, so I'm kind of in recuperation right now. Uh, but uh, I did want to share my, uh, uh, my, my Oracle memory that will always stick with me was last year when I actually went to my very first uh, uh, Warriors game. I'm a, uh, I'm a hockey baseball fan, but, you know, I'll I tell you, what really changed it for me was – the section that we were sitting at, I turned around and I saw Wilt Chamberlain's number uh, uh, retired uh, behind me. And that just kind of brought a tear to my eye right there and made me feel right at home. And since then, I've, I've just been with the blue and gold from there. Love it. Appreciate the phone call. And, you know, when the voice is gone, that's a sign that you're, well, you're all in. You know what I mean? I mean, if you heard Steiny the last couple of days he yeah. was on the air, I mean, let, let's. I mean, yeah. Dave was. Tremendous. I'm just messing, yeah, I'm know, me- yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, messing yeah, with Stiney. Yeah, we know. And look, tonight was a planned <laughs> off night for Stiney. I'm just, I'm just messing with Stiney. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's keep it moving. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Don is next here on 95.7 The Game. And if you want to chime in with your Oracle memories, favorite moments, uh, we're happy to take them here between now and 10 o'clock and Warriors wrap-up. Hey, Don. Hey, how you doing? 
thanks for taking my call. My my favorite memory has got to be um, the championship in 2017, where they actually, you know, clinched, won the game on the floor and did the trophy ceremony and everything. It was really, really special to be there for that. I mean, I I guess I first came to uh, the Coliseum Arena way back when, like 25 years ago, and I would buy $15 tickets with my son, and we would go sit in the upper deck, and then at halftime we would go, you know, come down into the good seats because there was nobody sitting there. Um, you know, it's really uh, – this has been – I've gone to all, as many games this year as I can because it's going to be my last year. Um, I can't can't really afford the PSL for uh, for Chase Center. And, you know, there's I have some mixed feelings about that. But you know what? I'd rather be able to go to a couple of games a year that's um, contending for a championship than, you know, pay the $15 for the seats for a team that wins 23 games. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate the phone call. And that, that's the beautiful thing about memories is he has them, you know, $15 seats. That was quite a while ago, J.D. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. 2017 championship clincher was among the five that, that, that I brought out when we talked uh, about it on Warriors Live before the game. And we, we can share uh, a couple of those again with the different audience that may be leaving the ball game tonight or, or driving around uh, in the Bay Area uh, but yeah, that I mean that that is as special as it gets to have an opportunity to see your team win a championship wow. right in front of you and celebrate you know, and celebrate and and have the confetti come down and have the MVP trophy be presented and the the championship trophy uh, be presented. It it really is a unique unique special experience. Not to go negative, but we talked about it earlier. Did you stay around in that vaunted game seven in which Cleveland won for the presentation? Yeah. Like, was that your job response? No, or was it just to get to the locker room? and, Or were you, like, in awe, like, they deserve you know for what? me to watch them no, get you know what? the trophy? I, I, at first I thought I did, but I actually didn't. And the reason I didn't was because – they were going to be bringing Warriors players in and and Coach Kerr in pretty quickly okay. as the celebration was going on on I'll, the floor in, and, in yeah. the press conference room, and they bring just about everybody in the press conference room. So to get down there for Steve Kerr and any players that were coming in to, to speak about the loss, I, I actually needed to do that. So I didn't see the ceremony for the Cavs that, that they had on the floor. Um, I did see and stick around for the ceremony last year in Cleveland when the Warriors won in Cleveland. Uh, because hey, they won. The, the players will be available in the locker room be be awesome. after that point. Uh, so yeah, it's a little bit of a different scenario. Typically, the losers go first uh, when it's the final final game uh, of of a playoff series like that to let the victorious team be able to celebrate and go through the the ceremony and all of that. And that's why we have the uh, famous Clay Thompson, or was it Steph Curry? The uh, locker room still smells like champagne. That was Curry. Yeah, that was, that was actually Curry. That was Steph. That was Curry Number back in, in 2016 when <laughs> they went in there uh, in January after winning the championship in 2015 uh, back in June. So, yeah, I was, I was actually on that trip, the, the, the trip. You and Papa. The, the trip when they in, – well, in 16, I was on the, the regular season trip actually when Curry said that. Uh, that it still smelled like champagne. That was uh, one where I was in Detroit and Cleveland and then Chicago. 
uh, there in mid-January. It was the Warriors' first trip back to Cleveland after winning that first championship. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson with you here on 95.7 The Game as the Warriors improved to... 56-24 and 24 on the year. They clinched the one seed in the Western Conference, and they dropped the Clippers all the way down to eighth. Now, the Clippers are tied with the San Antonio Spurs, both 47-34, and 34, both with one game to go, and the Spurs have the tiebreaker over the Clippers if they wind up tied, and Oklahoma City is a half game ahead of them. So do the you know Thunder, who each of them play? The Thunder move into sixth. I do have who everybody plays. Uh, the Clippers finish with Utah down at Staples Center on Wednesday. Who just lost to the lowly Lakers. The Spurs finish with Dallas at Where, home, mm. and the Spurs have been significantly better at home. So no, if San Antonio that wins that game against Dallas, the Warriors will not play Yay. the San Antonio Oh, I'm a Spurs, Spurs fan. That, that we can tell mm-hmm. you. There are three-way tie scenarios. There's a bunch of different scenarios. Because that's uh, like the Cavs in the fun. Dude, we've seen that. There's no eye candy, the uniform scheme, and you, you just you see it so every year. At, yeah. at this point, when it, was, it was looking real likely over the weekend that it was going to be San Antonio, but when the Clippers I'm lost happy. to the Lakers on Friday night, and then the Clippers come here and they lose tonight, now all of a sudden it looks like the Clippers are actually the most likely first-round scenario uh, with just two it, – it's three days left, but nobody plays tomorrow. Yeah. Nobody plays tomorrow uh, because college. of the NCAA mm-hmm. championship I got game. Texas Tech. So the NBA, they take the night off. I think I got Virginia. Well, I think I got Virginia. Whoever I'm betting on, you go the opposite. So uh, bet on Virginia. Peter, in, uh, Peter is up next here. Let, let's uh, get an oracle memory from Peter on a Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Peter. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, very. we can hear you very well. Good. Yeah, I know. I'm just driving home from the game. Um, I got a bunch of memories. So I used to do a, an occasional Frisbee halftime show in the 70s. So I, we'd get there really early to, to warm up, and the players would be warming up. So I've played some Frisbee with Kareem, Kiki Vandaway. I can't even remember how many players I played with. And then um, I also went to a bunch of games back then, and one time... Right in front of me, I had $15 seats, which were like now probably $300 seats. Right in front of me, Jack Tatum, Joe Morgan, and Reggie Jackson, side by side by side. Wow. That's impressive. That is. That's a hell of a memory. That was before uh, social media. And that's why I love love doing this. Wow. Because you hear – so many different things like you know you know it's easy for me to say oh clay 37 and a quarter and and the warriors won here 2 years ago and but every time we've brought this topic out there's a different special significant event that, that happened with somebody right and that's just another example of it right there yeah that was star power right there watching you know the warriors go at it and they weren't having, obviously, the success that, you know, this team is having now. And speaking of success, J.D., I, I know you're a big numbers guy, but the Warriors have the best six-year span in basketball history. If I were to tell you the Spurs from 11 to 17, the Spurs from 10 to 16, the Celtics from 59 to 65, you got the Celtics from 81 to 87, the Lakers from 84 to 90, and the Celtics from 80 to 85, but there you go, the Golden State Warriors, 13-19, to 371, 
wins to 118 losses, winning percentage of 759. Wow. John Dickinson, Daryl LaGuru Johnson, Warriors wrap-up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search here from Oracle Arena on the final regular season evening uh, in the history of this building as the Warriors win on the Oracle Hardwood for the 1,166th <laughs> time uh, in wow. 1,936 Not fair, games. J.D., uh, as the Warriors wind up uh, with uh, a little over 600 winning percentage in this building in the regular season. And they've had a little over 700 winning percentage in this building in the playoffs. And I think the Warriors at this point are hoping for at least 8 to 10 to maybe 12 home wins still to come over the course of uh, the next two months. And if that's the case, they've got a very good shot at uh, raising another banner to christen Chase Center come October, uh, along with raising that 47 banner that they unveiled tonight after the ball game. Yeah, wouldn't that just be another chapter to this great run? As I just recited those stats, you go to a new home, and guess what? Game one of the regular season, you get your rings from the previous season. That would be a great transition, J.D. And at this point, the way they're playing basketball, I just I don't see that not happening. Uh, we, I talked about it. The great Rick Welts talked about it. He thinks about it. You know, he said every breath he takes, he's thinking about it. But we saw him tonight out there at center court, J.D. I honestly believe that's going to happen. Guru, we mentioned the Clippers and their their role in this. The Clippers are a very talented team. I think the Clippers, you could make a case, have at least 10 really good rotation players. Well, I'll give you that. And a couple of them weren't playing tonight. Uh, the Warriors didn't have Danilo Gallinari, who probably is their best player. Uh, Patrick Beverly a didn't big, play yeah, that's tonight a big loss. Uh, as well. Uh, so you look at it, and the Clippers are a team that could be the Warriors' first-round opponent. Uh, does anything change about your thoughts on this matchup? I know the Clippers have changed yes. their you know, Who roster they are. a little bit uh, since earlier on in the season. They, they get Landry Shamit. Uh, from Philadelphia in the Tobias Harris trade. They wind up with Zubats from a, a trade with the Lakers. They're, they're a different team, but they're a talented team, but they're also a starless team, even when they're fully healthy. What do you think of that matchup if we're back here in six or seven days and the Warriors are going at it with the Clippers in the first round of the NBA playoffs? Now, many Americans like the path of least resistance, so that's why a lot of people are saying, Guru, you're crazy. You want San Antonio, but to me a nightmare scenario is OKC, and then second on that list is the Clippers. They have a star by committee, J.D., and with Gallinari, with Patrick Beverly, who would try to go stop Steph and, and love every minute of it, even if he gave up 40 points. Montrez, Harold, Lou Williams. Harold wasn't that aggressive tonight, but I think that's because Cousins was down there, you know, negating what he used to bring when the Warriors, I will never say centerless, but he was, you know, he could he could be a bully. And the Warriors now, to me, have got that rectified, and you're not going to bully ball Golden State because it used to just be Draymond Green or Buss, but now it's Draymond Green and, and Boogie Cousins. And for me, I do believe the Clippers, the style that they play, 
you know, the Warriors have to work a little bit. Probably go five games, as my guy Bonte Hill said, no more than five. But I could see it going six if they got with the Clippers. Yeah, I don't see the Clippers winning more than one game. Wow. I think I think it's one game max. And, look, I think you know the Warriors wouldn't necessarily want to admit this, but I do think – Oh, the travel? I think, I, I think with the travel wow. and the fact that it would be – it's a team full of stars playing a team without a single star. I think if, if you really gave the Warriors some truth serum – the Clippers are actually the matchup that the Warriors. Well, Clay kind of came out and oh, by the way, said that. Especially if you look at Portland and Utah currently in that four-five slot, it would essentially give the Warriors a LA path in the first round, and then either Portland short trip up north or Utah short trip to the east. The Warriors could be in good shape travel-wise for the first couple of rounds of the playoffs, depending upon how things shake out. 888 we got people that want to talk with us on the phone lines. We'll get to you. We'll get to Draymond Green. We'll get to Kevin Durant. As well, it's Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap-Up continues on 95.7 The Game. It's brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search with Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. In for Matt Steinmetz on a Sunday night as the Warriors win over the Clippers tonight at Oracle Arena. Final score 131-104. The Warriors with a 42-18 third quarter to put this game away. Uh, Another night, Goo, where Kevin Durant, just seven field goal attempts in the ball game. Seven assists, though. He goes six for seven, including five for five from two-point range. And he hits a couple of free throws and ends up with 16 points. And Kevin Durant, the facilitator, it's a it's a real, real thing right now. Well, we've yet to see it uh, in postseason. So until um, that happens, I'm going to lay off of that because I don't buy it. But even I'm buying it because this team is so damn talented that they don't need him at times, J.D. They just don't. With DeMarcus Cousins on this team, you look at 15 shots, seven three-point attempts. from He only made two from DeMarcus tonight. K.D. can take a breather. Not saying he's not doing anything, but, J.D., this team is so damn good. K.D. can afford to do that, and you can win a quarter 42-18. Uh, the Clippers tonight weren't, weren't very good with the basketball. That's because the Warriors – we're like hungry dogs playing good defense, man. And it just is what it is. That defense, they're going to pack it, uh, you know, in their lunch pail come playoff time. And if it's the Clippers, Spurs, or Oklahoma City Thunder, they're in trouble. Dan and Alameda is up here on the phone lines. Dan, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have a lot of great memories from Oracle, um, but yeah, I have to say tonight's jerseys, I used to hate those We Believe jerseys, but they looked really good on a winning team tonight. <laughs> they did. So it, was, yeah, it actually you know, looked good. Um, that's fun. Go ahead, Dan. I, I'll let you finish. Oh yeah, one of my one of my favorite memories, though, actually, it wasn't, had, had to do with anything winning. Uh, actually, it was like in the mid-90s, uh, when I was a kid, uh, Warriors were bad. I remember they lost like the Nuggets, and I lost my wallet at that game. And we were looking for the wallet for the longest time. Uh, so it was at the end of the game. We were leaving. I was kind of pissed off, disappointed as a young kid. But I got away from Latrell Sprewell, and that was like a big highlight that I still remember today. And uh, I'll always remember that. 
Thanks, Dan. That's a great memory. Yeah, those jerseys. My favorite warrior. Those jerseys. Oh, people. Those are I didn't clean. know they were wearing them tonight. Those. Are, well, that that was that was part of the surprise. Wow, there we that, find that was, out. There we go. Part, yeah, nobody did, and and I got to think you got to get a awesome. special yeah. you know writ surprise. from the league yeah, okay. as well <laughs> to to make something like Dude, that happen. It was awesome for one night only. I know the the Warriors have a, a bunch of different jerseys that they I wear. Can't I, wait, I don't. I can't remember the last time the Warriors wore a white jersey in this building. It's been this a while. Season. You're right. No, November was the last wow. time the Warriors wore Think white. I know that. that. I know that bug. I know yeah, you like the yeah, you like the, whole, the crisp white yeah. home jersey. <laughs> I love the others too, JD. But I kind of missed it. And tonight they just that was beautiful. Well, they saved it for yeah. the finale tonight. And, and and you're right. It's so funny. I was talking. I think to Bonte about this. How fired up everybody gets to see those jerseys because they remind yeah. everybody of We Believe. But it's funny because I mean for. That year and the next year were really the those were the only good years that the Warriors wore those jerseys. But yeah, to to Dan's point on the phone lines, th- those jerseys look really good with this team. And they come out and score. <laughs> oh, by the way, one hundred and thirty-one points. Yeah. Wow. Let's uh, go to JJ in San Jose on ninety-five-seven. The game. Hey, JJ. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, tonight was a, yeah. Tonight was it was. Great Sunday night. Uh, I've you know a couple a couple of memories uh, on a personal personal memory. Uh, I managed. I was able to go with my girlfriend to the Warriors game against Boston last year, where Kyrie and Steph went off, and I believe Steph had forty nine that game. That was arguably the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Saturday night and. It was a Saturday night, exactly. Yep, yep. yep. Like, yeah. I, like to me, not not just not just to see Curry go off, like, but that was overall like that was a great game. But Curry had one of them moments. I know he didn't have fifty, but forty nine is like amazing. And I like to see that live. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And on an overall team level, uh, as for Oracle Arena. That that Baron Davis dunk, I mean, that like that put us on the map as fans to be that we're one of the most loyal and we're the rowdiest and we're the best fans in in the world. That right there, I'll never forget that because I was about ten wow. or two, I was eleven years old when that yeah. happened. That was amazing. Thanks, JJ. Appreciate the call. Yeah, January twenty seventh of two thousand and eighteen was the Warriors Celtics game that he mentioned in this building on a Saturday night and the place was buzzing and it was a huge game uh, with Kyrie Irving uh, first time. Who's a warrior killer. Yeah, a warrior killer and it was the first Not time too since many he of those had left out there. Cleveland yep. uh, that, that he had played in this building against the Warriors and yeah, they were going back and forth and Stephen Curry was just tremendous that night and the Warriors win. I gotta ask you, do you have a preference of who you would like assuming the Warriors get there? Mine is Boston simply because I want to see Steph and Kyrie go at it. We saw Saturday night in 19 in Boston how great a a game that was, J.D. I honestly think that would be, you know, forget here in the Bay, just from a basketball perspective, that would be the best series. Okay, Milwaukee, you got Giannis and some other guy. That would do it. I would love to see the Warriors play the Celtics if Ah. the Celtics are playing well. The Celtics have actually been my first choice they lost to Orlando at home today. All year. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. Orlando in the playoffs. 
Wow. Sorry, Dwayne wow. Wade. Yeah. I guess anybody can make yeah. the playoffs. Well, give them credit. You're you're a guy that Wow. That didn't send Orlando yeah, yeah. Orlando makes the playoffs. They got some talent. Sacramento damn near wins 40 games. I mean, something's up. Wow. Something's up league, you know, league wide. But you got to no, give I'm, Orlando credit for hanging around. Yeah, and, no, I think you absolutely yeah. do. And Steve Clifford's a, I was a, just he's a hell of a coach. <laughs> yeah, he's a hell of a coach. And, you know, he had some issues, some health issues last yeah. year with, with Charlotte. And he winds up moving down to Orlando and, and, and held happens. them together. Because yeah. you're right. They've been a bunch of mismatched parts for a number of years. And for them to be able to – to make the playoffs this year is 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 impressive. It it really really is. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Rudy is up next here on ninety five seven. The game. Hey Rudy. Hey. So um, I got a, a couple memories. Uh, the most recent one was twenty fifteen game six in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Just just being in the house. And watching the confetti drop, I remember I was sitting with my wife, and I told her, I can't believe we're going to the finals. I can't believe the Warriors are about to be in in the finals. So, And honestly, you know, five years later, four or five years later, three championships later, I still can't believe, just as I'm an Oakland native, born and raised in Oakland, been a Warrior fan my whole life, I still can't believe that the Warriors are in the conversation with, you know, the greatest teams of all times in all of sports. Like, I can't – I still can't wrap my mind around that. So that's one memory. And then real quick, um, the other – I think my favorite Oracle memory is in Allen Iverson's prime. So this was like, you know, uh, early 2000s. Sure. When, when you'd only go to a war- – I mean, you know, the, the, the draw for the Warriors game was to go see – the superstars in the league, the, the opponents, right? And I couldn't stand Iverson. He, he was, he was. I think he was like the godfather of, you know, ball dominant players. And all my friends liked him, and I was the Iverson detractor. And it was the year where I don't know if you guys remember where he had like four fifty point games in a row, and Philly lost like three of the four games. And that was my argument, like. See, that sucks. Like, he, he scored 50, but who cares? They lost, right? So it was that year, me and my buddy got e- E40 seats. So we're in the folding chair. Oh, wow. ballers. Behind, behind the basket. <laughs> nice. They were 50 bucks, and we saw Iverson, and halftime came, and he walked right by me to go through the tunnel. And he's he's my size. He's like 5'10", 5'11", 165, you know, with a pocket full of nickels. And ever since then, like, have, seeing him walk by me five feet away, and I, I mean, you guys know, Iverson got his money in the in the paint. He, Iverson went to the yeah. rack. I mean, he, he could shoot from outside. You know, he was a scorer. But I'd say, you know, most of his buckets that he got were, were at the dish. And he got to so the line a lot, too, at, yeah. I, I after that game, I had the utmost respect for Iverson. I think in that year too, he was leading the league in scoring, and Shaq was like second. So just having you know the the, the difference of the the two body types and the two different types of dominance, I was so impressed. So that's like one of the most memorable Oracle moments for me was watching Iverson when he was in his prime at his size dominating the league. And I just want one last thing I just want to say real quick is. I got on, on the list 
um, in 2014, uh, the list was like 6,000 or, you know, just under 6,000. My number finally came up this year, and and I feel so lucky that I've been able to go. I went to about 30 games this year. Um, so lucky to finally be a season ticket holder. And I, I wasn't bought in on – in fact, I, I almost I was boycotting going to the Chase Center because I, I – just being an Oakland native, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful. But I mean, I, I get it, you know, as, as a business move. And and my the day came up for me to decide whether or not I was going to go to the Chase Center. And I and I was on the phone with my brother, and I said, you know what, man, I I got season tickets for the for the champs for the two time you know champs. Right. How 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 I mean. Every, how much has to like everything has to go right for that to happen? I'm a season ticket holder for all three of my teams. I'm an avid sports fan, and this is the only time where I've been a season ticket holder for the Jets. You know, like and, and thanks, I, Rudy. So I, hey, man, we really appreciate it. Great stuff. Wow, Great story. Remember this thing. fired up. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. It, it it is amazing from a fan's perspective. When your team is on top, there's no doubt about it. We got our play of the game coming up. We got more phone calls to get to, and we got the Warriors clinching the one seed in the Western Conference and home yeah. court advantage throughout the first three rounds of the playoffs. Warriors win tonight, 131-104. It's Warriors wrap up, brought to you by Realtor.com on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. With Daryl the Guru Johnson, I'm John Dickinson. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. A couple of things to get to here as we wrap things up. Uh, we do have people on the phone lines that want to talk, and we will get to you coming up momentarily. But first, we need to get in our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Curry with the ball at midcourt, drifts to his left off the screen, fakes the three, steps to the hash mark, fires away. Yes, indeed! Steph Curry! Prancing down the far way. And the quarter will end with the Warriors leading by 31. And quite... Possibly his last regular season shot in this building is a three from deep, and it's very Curry-like. Curry hit some absolutely amazing shots tonight. That that was the, when the best. When does he not? That was the best of the threes, but tonight, I mean, the, the shots that he made in the paint, the layups tonight that he made were more spectacular than the threes, okay. and that was the most spectacular three by far, but his handle... His movements, he, reminds me he was tremendous. of what the last caller talked about and the respect he had for Allen Iverson. I've argued with Steiny that he's not Allen Iverson, but damn it, he's improved that facet to his game times, you know, times a thousand, man. Steph Curry that. does not get enough credit on how he can finish going to the rack. And tonight, you're right. It's, it's like, wow, well, dude, you can shoot and you can do this? One of the biggest improvements okay, that, we, that he's made. Wow. And his handle's improved. Wow, quick, I, I mean, everything's improved. Okay. I mean, I'm not, and, I, and he was a good player, but he turned himself from a good player into a Hall of Famer. I mean, let that, that's like the JJ, level. Yeah, exactly. He was, he, was a, he was going to be a good player when he came into the league. But through work and, and, you know, 
making himself yeah, better. No doubt. He's turned himself from a good young player 10 years ago into a guy that's going to be a bona fide Hall of Famer. And you think about the uh, J.J. Reddicks, the Reggie Millers, you know, not the Steph's built like those guys. You know, their thing is Steve Kerr is their shooters. Steph was that, and then he added that, you know, to his repertoire. It's just beautiful, man. It is beautiful. All right. Uh, one thing I wanted to get to before we – and we're going to go rapid fire on these calls. Uh-oh. We got we got Chris and Max and Richard and Vic. They're going to get the last word on the program. Is We're, we're going to push the sound to another night and let the fans have their say Love here it. in these final five minutes or so. Uh, but one thing we do want to get in, the Warriors clinched the one seed, and Steve Kerr did say that he has plans to rest players – uh, going to rest four players <laughs> like in it. each of the next two games. So it's not going to be I've never been happy like everybody this. on the same night, but he's going to split it up between Tuesday at New Orleans and Wednesday at Memphis. So the Warriors regulars are going to play one of the last two games. I bet they win both each, games. Two each uh, as the Warriors wrap things up here on Tuesday and Wednesday. Chris, and we got to go rapid fire here on the phone lines. Chris, you're on 95.7 The Game. Sounds good. Thank you for taking my call. You got it. I'm just driving north from the game, and, uh, you know, we had a good time tonight. I've been going 30 years ago with my father. We got in on the Sleepy Floyd, Larry Smith, Hard Hat Club era, you know, saw Tim Hardaway bring the swag to that building, bring the soul that Oracle and, you know, the Oakland Coliseum Arena has for us. And, uh, you know, we used to drive home listen to Greg Papa on the radio and fall asleep driving north of the basketball. And now we got my eight-year-old daughter brought her to the game tonight, her first ever game, and we're listening to you guys. So thank you for what you guys do, and thank you to the Oakland Coliseum and the soul that that place has got with the Warriors, so it's not going to be duplicated when they go over the bay. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate the call. And as Steve Kerr said, wow. yeah, thank your grandparents. And if you're a kid, thank wow. your dad. And it, it does transfer you know, through the, the generations. Max is up next here as we got about three minutes to go. Max, you're on 95.7 The Game as we go rapid fire here to close out Warriors wrap-up at Oracle. How you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just had a quick memory, man. I remember uh, me and a couple friends were actually on our way to an A's game. And a guy came out of the shadows, man, with some playoff tickets. Uh was like, hey, you guys want to go to a playoff game, man? Twenty bucks a game, just about to start. And so we, you know, we were meeting some girls at the A's game, so we ended up faking, like, hell yeah, we'll go to the playoff game instead, man. It's the Warriors, you know. Uh, so we go to the game, man. And I hadn't been to a Warriors game since, you know, since uh, Chris Mullen days and stuff like that. So when we got there, the electricity, the you know, Oracle was pumped, man. It was, it was nothing like I had ever seen. It was a great game. Uh, that was the game that uh, Baron Davis dunked on. Uh, I, I forgot the guy's name he dunked on, but uh, you yep, know, Andre Karolinko. Oh, dude, in the place. Yeah, that the place went nuts, man. Just a great memory, great night. I mean, we had the worst seats you could have in the place, all the way our back against the <laughs> the top of the top of the arena. But you know what? We had a great game. So one of my best memories, man. You know. Thanks, Max. Appreciate it. For Max, we go to Richard. Richard, you're on ninety-five-seven. The game. Hey, Richard. Nah, it's Bleacher Day. My favorite Warrior memory is tonight. I think Doc Rivers said it best. I hope the new arena is beautiful and nice, and I hope they lose all the atmosphere. Because in the words of Clay Thompson, ain't no love like that Oakland love. Thanks, Dave. Just Vic, saw that on Instagram. Vic gets the final word on Warriors wrap-up in the history of the regular season at Oracle Arena. Love it. Hey, Vic, finish strong. What's up, guys? I just got to bring up the, the doldrums of the late 90s one last time. Cause I, my first game was in 98, and I wanted to go see Michael Red at uh, at the arena. And the Warriors, 
went on a little run, seven point swing in the fourth quarter, took it to overtime. And I'm looking around the arena thinking, my God, did these guys know that like this is another 21 team because it was crazy in there. And I was just thinking, this is, if this team ever finds any kind of consistency, this is going to be the greatest fan base slash franchise in the history of sports. And look, I mean, we're here now. Thanks, Vic. Unbelievable, really, when you think about you know, Michael Red. The I think lefty. I think those jerseys made everybody think back to the dude when they took we off believe, the warm-ups. Yes, but yeah. also the other the other no era, doubt. the other a lot of losing teams. And All they right. were the first team in history we believe to ever do it. That's going to do it for us. Want to thank Tim Jordan for setting us up out here all season awesome. long. Want to thank uh, our guys in the studio, Alex Scott and Nash Solomon and Joe Sherry as well. Warriors win tonight 104-73 for Matt Steinmetz, who's been here all year long, and you, Daryl Guru Johnson, uh, and everybody in 95-7 the game. Want to make sure on that play of the game as well that you know it tomorrow at 10-30. There you go. When you and Steiny are on doing your show from 10 until 12. All right, Warriors are the one seed in the Western Conference. Bam. Who are they going to play? Well, at the close of business tonight, right now, it would be – the Los Angeles Clippers, but we will find out once and for all after the games are played Tuesday and Wednesday. The NBA dark tomorrow for the national championship game in Minneapolis between Texas Tech and Virginia. So that's going to do it for us. Goo, you're back with Steiny tomorrow, 10 a.m. until noon. I'll be back after the ball game Tuesday night uh, when the Warriors take on the Pelicans with Warriors wrap-up. That's going to do it. From Oracle Arena, Warriors beat the Clippers 104-73. And you heard it right here on your home of the Warriors, 95-7 the game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.